This podcast is sponsored by JList.com. On JList.com, you can shop from a constantly evolving catalog of anime merchandise, such as toys and books, Japanese snacks, anime computer games, and so much more. Support this podcast and visit JList.com for all of your anime shopping needs. And so she gets pretty inebriated um, (laughs) off of this this back and forth with the Goldschlager. And all of a sudden, Kimiko goes... I don't, I don't feel good. Oh no. And we'll, and I look and I go, are you, and I can't even finish my no. sentence before bleh. Uh. And she pukes into some dude's shoe. No. <laughs> oh. Oh. So that is not how to meet people. No, that's a bad way convention. to do that. You are listening to the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Make your anime addiction worse at aaapodcast.com. And now, here are your anime addicts. Thank you for joining us for the 268th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I'm your host, Chiaki, and I am joined here by... Kazuo, what's up, everybody? It is good to be here. I am hungover, and I am ill-prepared, so it's just (laughs) another average episode. (laughs) Mitsuki is not here with us again because he is doing the practical portion of his diving test stuff that he was out last week for and so it's just us it's just me driving again awesome well you know i i think we're already off to a better start i remembered to hit record that's good that's a good start (laughs) step one step one in podcasting (laughs) hit record (laughs) the the pro tips that you get from the aaa podcast so so basically you're driving and i'm like the kid in the backseat who has no idea where he is or where he's going yeah yeah basically considering before before this the reason why we were late on the live stream was there was an incident (laughs) involving your your laptop my laptop and mouthwash yeah yeah that we we decided (laughs) to take care of that so that things could hopefully dry out and end up there, hopefully there will be a happy ending yeah. to that story. Hopefully. In the meantime, I'm using this dinosaur <laughs> laptop. I told you it was still, slow. It's still trying to log me into Google. I'm sorry. That's my really old laptop, everybody. Okay. So you can find us at aaapodcast.com, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter at aaapodcast, youtube.com forward slash c forward slash aaapodcast, where we broadcast live Sundays at 4 p.m. EST and 9 p.m. GMT. This, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right out of the gate. I'm, mess- I'm, I'm Buckle in, guys. Yeah. It's going to be another one of those episodes. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> to not make things worse for me to be. And he's just he's just going to be sitting there uh, editing this going, you, oh, God. You have no chance. Make I, your time. <laughs> On this episode of the AAA podcast, we will be talking about meeting people at anime conventions. The anime con season is coming up, and so we thought, 
eh, why not have a topic about it? And then we will be doing a review on Amagi Brilliant Park. All of this and more following our housekeeping. Mm. Speaking of housekeeping. Housekeeping. House, housekeeping. <laughs> we have a five-star review. Would you like to read that? Do you have it on I, your phone? I will read this five-star <laughs> review from my phone because uh, just to check in, still logging into Google on this laptop. <laughs> I think it's you. Uh, it's, it's slower when it's not me. Electronics do not work well around me. I think I put off some sort of magnetic Just force. keep the Listerine away. Actually, you know, if you even spilt Listerine on that at this point, I'd almost be like, all right, it's an excuse, <laughs> it would to, work buy a new, it's an excuse to buy a new laptop. Okay. All right. So our five-star review is submitted by Woodworked. And uh, it reads, the AAA podcast has excellent production value. <laughs> Great hosts <laughs> and interesting topics. <laughs> Hashtag irony. <laughs> Hashtag irony right there. Uh, um, <laughs> making my daily commute bearable. Thanks again. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by irony. <laughs> oh boy. I didn't even I didn't even think about that when I the fact that I was driving and it was bound to be a cluster, you know oh, what? Man. There's another podcast that I listen to and they describe their show as a garbage truck on fire slowly rolling down a hill. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> I think ours you is think, similar. <laughs> you think we've, we've reached that point yeah. between broken our, laptop and Listerine computer yeah. delays? and our, our, our podcast is a lot like a laptop drowned in Listerine. <laughs> it's minty fresh, but there's something a little broken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the forum. A laqueen la trap? La queen? What's, what's laqueen mean? I don't know. I don't know. But there's only one forum member this week, so get on that, guys. We can't have a name of the week with just one forum member. It doesn't work. So trivia. As you guys have noticed, Mitsugi's not here. So I don't know who won trivia. God help us. <laughs> um, we'll announce it next week. We'll announce the people who got this week's trivia correct and this week's winner and the month winner. We'll announce all of that next week along with next week's answer. The answer to this week's trivia, though, was My Neighbor Totoro. So you can, uh, you can assess if you got that correct or not yourself. Um, <laughs> the new theme is Bombshell Blondes. I was putting together the... Uh, listener's choice, and mm -hmm. I realized there's a lot of blondes this season. I don't know if the blonde is coming back in anime, but I decided to do a theme for trivia dedicated mm -hmm. to the blonde. Now, is this only blonde females, or is Super Saiyan Goku going to be considered in this trivia? You know, I don't want to give that as a uh, as a hint. Okay, okay. I, I'm just saying bombshell blondes, and you can infer what is so. So just a side note, periodically throughout the show, I feel like we should check in on the progress of Google why don't logging you, me Why in. don't you try closing it so far, and reopening it? So far, still nothing. <laughs> I, it's not my fault if my computer decides that it doesn't like you. Maybe yeah. my computer's a lesbian. It only likes what? a woman's touch. Oh, that's a oh, good point. Oh, there we go. See? Or maybe it's just like every other woman on Earth and it doesn't like Kazuo's touch. Oh, no. That's so sad. But do you know what it's time for? It's time for an almighty anime mailbag. Anime. 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 M -m -m mailbag. Bag, 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 bag. 
If you want to submit an almighty anime mailbag, you can do so by going to our main page, aaapodcast.com, and clicking on the tab called Mailbag. It drops everything handily right into a Google Doc that we can then look at and see how far behind we are. Can we look at it, Chiaki? (laughs) (laughs) I can. I can look at it. I don't know um, if you can look at it. Nope. You can't? I I can on my phone. I just have to zoom in and squint. You, why don't you put it in landscape? Oh. oh. <laughs> High tech here at the AAA podcast. <laughs> this is why they let you drive and not me. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, would you like to read the first mailbag? Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see here. Our first mailbag comes from Fear Junkie. Oh, I like it. Uh, it says, time to get a little personal, AAA. Uh, as someone with autism... I've wondered how people in Japan perceive and treat somebody who has autism. Do Japanese students with autism or other special needs get the same assistance as special needs students in America? Are there programs set up to help autistic adults live independently? I know this is a pretty heavy topic, but I really want to know. Thank you. You know, it's okay to get a little heavier now and then because it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's this is an interesting question and it really could almost be its own whole topic because it's it's a very I say interesting, but I I think what I really mean is sad part of the Japanese culture and it it's something where well, I'd like to direct you. It's a little bit of an older film, but it's called Seishin, S E I S H I N, and it means mental. And it's by Kazuhiro Soda, and he does fly on the wall filmmaking. And he records this. This film is about um, life inside a small mental clinic in the Okayama prefecture. And it's a really interesting film to kind of give that glimpse into what this type of thing is like in Japan. 24% of people in Japan actually suffer from mentally health or mentally mental health problems, but it's not something that is socially accepted. And I know here in the States, things are very hard for people with mental health problems, even here with everything that, that there is and, or lack thereof. But even in Japan, it's even worse in, in the press material for Seishin, this movie, Soda, who's the director, talks about, and he, I'm paraphrasing, but an invisible curtain that hides the world of the mentally ill from so-called normal society. And that's really, that's really kind of how I see the mentally ill and what I saw of mentally ill children, at least in Japan, where there would be children who... And, and Mitsugi, I wish was here for this one because I'll I'll say share one of his experiences. But he would have students in his class that were definitely some variety of, of autistic or or special needs or something like that, mm-hmm. and they would just put in with the regular kids. And when they would act up or jump on their desk or throw things or whatever, they were just kind of ignored. And it was kind of like oh whatever you know ha 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 and and. They were just put in a normal class because there's that mentality of we don't want to treat anyone differently. We right. don't want anyone to feel like they're not part of the group, that they're not part of the the herd. And so because of that, there's this shame to mental illness and, and not just the extreme cases. But, for example, even something like dyslexia. Um, Japanese parents will, will avoid getting their children diagnosed with even something like that where – I mean, there's nothing wrong. Well, there's nothing wrong with having any kind of mental health issue, but there's 
obviously dyslexic, dyslexic, I can't even say it right now, Mm. people can live a full and healthy life. There's just some techniques that they can adapt and, and things that they can, you know, learn to help them manage the way that their brain is wired better. And the real shame that I saw in Japan is that Japanese parents were so afraid of their kids being not normal that they wouldn't get them the help that they need, even when it's something that is easy to address with, you know, modern medicine and modern psychiatry and things like that. So I, I would say that it's, there probably are programs, but there probably isn't nearly enough for what there needs to be for the country. Right. And and you said 24% of Japanese people suffer from some sort of mental health problem. Uh, that's, that's the stat I found. Yeah. Wow, that's an incredibly large amount, it seems. I mean, I don't know how it is in the States, but that seems like quite a bit. Well, think about it, too, from the perspective of, you know, their suicide rate is so much higher. And there's a lot that goes into that. But for some people, you know, the the want to kill yourself is viewed as a, a mental disorder or it stems from mental disorders like depression and things like that. And and I think I think it's it's interesting. Hmm. Well, int- again, interesting in a in a kind of sad way. Yeah, but. definitely. I mean, it, it definitely seems like a, um, a very Japanese view is to kind of just ignore problems and hope yeah. they go away. You know, like if you don't pay any attention to it, then it doesn't exist. And, and, and it's the polite thing, too, where the, the teacher doesn't want to go to the parent and say, hey, there's I think your child needs some some extra help or I think they need to go see someone or I think they need to, to talk to a doctor about this. And. And they, they don't want to say that because they don't want to be viewed as saying your child is, is defective or not normal or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, not, it's not right. And from what I've seen, too, about psychiatrists and things like that, um, I had, I had a, a friend in Japan who, who was a coworker, and she was actually struggling with anxiety and depression. And, and I, I think true anxiety, like she would start freaking out about about little things and and an example was she had she had a mole that she could swear had gotten bigger and then it was she had skin cancer and then it was all of her moles had gotten bigger and then she couldn't sleep because she was up at night crying because she thought she had skin cancer so like she had what's the name of that um that illness when you constantly think that you have an illness it's uh oh uh hypochondriac hypochondriac i think so yeah i think so so i mean she she definitely had something going on and needed to to talk to someone and be it medication or not, she at least needed, in my mind, to go talk that out with somebody. Mm-hmm. But the second she went and saw a doctor, I mean, there are psychiatrists and whatnot don't really exist over there. And when they do, the immediate instinct is here are some happy meds. Oh, yeah. The idea of going to someone like a counselor or something like that just to talk doesn't, doesn't really exist. So... Anyways, before this turns into its own topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that definitely could and probably should be a topic at some point. Yeah. For sure. I, I wonder if there are any mentally ill... I'm trying to think if there... Are, you don't even see it in anime, which doesn't really surprise me, yeah. I guess, given how it is. I don't know. Some of the characters I see in anime are pretty mentally ill, if you ask me. But <laughs> right? That's just... That's a whole other story. Hey, good news. Um, I logged into Google, finally. <laughs> See, I told you, it, it just has to get to know you. It just has to be like... I've got the agenda pulled up. I've got in another tab. i got the chat. This is awesome. See? There you this. go. I try I try to roll out the red carpet when people now, use And now I up. can see what I look like, which is a hot mess. 
Good God. Well, you're still hungover. Yeah. So our next mailbag comes from Nellie1876. And Nellie writes, hey, guys, I'm not exactly sure how to word this, but what American TV show do you think could make for a good anime? I'm playing this off of how Supernatural got its own anime a while back. Sorry if that didn't make much sense, but I think you get the idea. I think it made sense. I understand. Yeah. No, I get it. Absolutely. So now I'm sorry. I was going to say, I know that they, you know, obviously did try this with, um, uh, with the X-Men. Yeah, X-Men and Iron Man and Wolverine. And Wolverine, ugh, Wolverine. That yeah. was that did not turn out well. But does that really count? Because I know we've had some animated X-Men series and we've had the live action movies here in the States, but did we ever have a TV series but about the X-Men? What? what? Are you A live what? action one? Oh no. Thank but, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was going to say have you ever had a TV series about the X-Men? Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, no, I I know we I know we've had anime. Oh yeah, I've seen those. I know we've had anime or animation here in the states about it, but I I feel like given that they're that Nelly is referencing Supernatural that that Nelly's talking about like kind of mainstream live action specifically. I see what you mean. Okay. The first one that came to my mind was Charmed. Charmed. I would love to see Charmed yeah, done in like a Madoka Magica kind of like. That would be awesome. Madoka Magica meets Sailor Moon. Do Charmed just like that. That would be pretty amazing. I Go would defi- Japan. I definitely want to see that. <laughs> or or how about like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, same that type of pretty, thing. That would be pretty sweet. Blood Buffy. Yeah. See? Absolutely. That would totally work. Same same studio. Just just make it Blood Buffy. Blood um, Buffy. Bluffy. Bluffy. <laughs> <laughs> I also think Friends could work. Kind of a blast from the past, but as like a slice of life I type of show. I don't think you understand how much I love Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so you agree with me on that one? I ha- absolutely. I wish that like if I had immortality. I would probably just watch Friends most of the time. Like that would be, <laughs> I would spend at least a couple hundred years watching Friends. Can I be honest? What's that? I've never seen a full episode of Friends. Oh my god! I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Uh, uh, well, uh. maybe you should show me Friends <laughs> so we can be friends. Right. That's genius. Friends right? makes friends. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, something. Something here. Someone in the chat said, um, "Heroes." That could be an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, I I often like wh- when I you know when I when I talk about heroes, I always say it's like the best show ever that became the worst show ever. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can uh, if it's so. being made into an anime, they have the all the material, so they can cut out the crappy parts. Yeah, everything past season one. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, we but yeah, definitely heroes there. could work. You know, they're coming out with or uh, some kind of follow up to that. Um, really? Oh yeah, they are. I saw I that. I know what it's called, but it's supposed to be coming out. I could also see Glee. Glee. Because you have the high school element, and let's face it, there are a lot of anime about idols and singing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I could see, I could see kind of a Glee focusing on the high school club aspect. Right. Meets the singing trend of yeah, animation. I haven't watched a lot of Glee. I've watched a little bit, and it's pretty good. I think so. it's kind of like I think it's kind of like Hit Heroes, where after like the second or third season, people are just like it stops. Yeah. Mostly, I've just watched like random. Um, uh, like uh, performances on YouTube uh, on yeah. that show. So, so uh, yeah, there's, there's quite a few shows that they could definitely turn into an anime. Make it, make it so. Make it so. Um, right. Of course, I, I also got to say Breaking Bad just because well, that show is freaking amazing. You know, because you said make it so. Now, well, you probably, you don't know where that's from. Princess Bride? Is it? Is it? No, I don't think so. I thought I thought that was it's from S- Star Trek. Oh, that would be oh, another yes, good yes, show yes, that yes. they can make into an anime. No, what am I thinking? Um, as you wish. I was thinking, isn't that Princess Bride? As you wish. As you wish. 
Yes. Isn't uh, uh, yes, yeah? Yes, I was yes. think I was confusing make it so and as you wish. Yeah, make it so is John Luke Picard from Star Trek, and oh that would be another. Oh my god! Cool... Why is there not a Star Trek anime? That's what I'm talking about. That would right? be awesome. That would be awesome. God damn! People need. I don't know why people in Japan are making this like a Moggy Brilliant Park crap when they can make Star Trek the anime. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> All right. It's a little hint at the uh, review coming up. Well, you know. <laughs> next one. Do you want to read the next mailbag? Uh, sure. Let's see. Um, oh, next mailbag is from Buster Duster, which is an awesome name. Uh, oh, another dark question. Uh, <laughs> are there a lot of orphans in Japan? Given Japan's low birth rate, one would expect most of them to have found a home. Is this, are, are they trying to like bring us down because they know how silly we are? And they're like, we have to make this the heaviest episode ever. <laughs> you know, I, I was just looking at questions on, on the mailbag and I was just like, let's, let's make sure we have some substance in this episode before we lose it on the main topic and review. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research for this question and here's what I found. Mm -hmm. Nearly 34,000 children in Japan live in institutions. And by institution, I mean like traditional, well, what you think of when you think of like an orphanage. So this isn't mm -hmm. foster homes or adoptive families. This is an orphanage. institutional home. Um, Health and ministry figures actually show that 45% of the children who are in such institutions have been neglected or abused. Um, in 2008, 3,611 children were living in foster care homes, to mm -hmm. try to give you background. So you'd think with all of this that the ministry of, and the low birth rate and everything, that the Ministry of Japan would be doing everything that they possibly could to get people to adopt and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But... The problem is, is it's cultural and legal from what I found. Um, here's an example. From 2006 to 2010, 7,000 couples applied to adopt. So a fair number of people are applying to adopt. But in 2010, only 309 children for, were adopted. Okay. And the reason being is there are legal problems. Like, for example, parents who have had their children taken away from them. So let's say in a home of abuse or neglect and they had their child taken from them. Mm -hmm. They're still, they still can remain the child's legal guardian. So, Interesting. so parents who've had their children taken from them can still remain the child's legal guardian and have control and say over that child's life. So that's one barrier to, to this. Another thing is for children who are growing up in the system, Japan has these, this record system. Um, and I forgot what it's called. It's like Koyukai or something. Um, but it, it shows basically the child's biological parents. And the way the system is set up now is that that never gets stricken from the child's world or it can't be overwritten by adoptive parents. So if I'm a Japanese person and I go to adopt a Japanese child, on that child's records, the birth parents are always going to be listed. Now, the way that they're listed is that... It means that when they get married mm. it, or if they're trying to get married and young or need some kind of permission or something, the biological parents can still have the final say on that because they're listed. Mm. It can also mean that um, if, let's say, the parents have extreme debts and the government goes to collect from the kids, the government can go to these adopted kids or these institutional kids, whatever, and go to the kids to collect on their biological parents' debts, even Jeez. though they were never, you know, raised by them or whatnot or adopted by somebody else. So there are some weird legal things. And, and this is just a little bit of research. So I don't want to say this as like my interpretation is the absolute truth. So go out and research it yourself. But this is kind of what I found. 
culturally, I also see difficulties with adoption because most Japanese women want to keep their babies. It's no matter what the circumstances are surrounding how they got pregnant or if they can take care of them or whatever the case may be. And, and they really, they want to be mothers. And there's this mother culture and housewife culture still. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, is that unlike the States where if a woman or girl gets pregnant and she says, I can't take care of this baby. And she puts it up for adoption right away. Japanese mothers will often say, no, I don't want to give up my baby. I want to keep it. And after three, four years, say, I can't take care of this child. It hasn't worked out. And then put the child up for adoption. Right. But most people who are looking to be adoptive parents, and I think this is true in the States, too, to some extent, want babies. They don't. Yeah, they don't want older children. They don't want older children as much. And so another Which problem that sucks. I, yeah, I mean, that's so unfortunate. But. It really is. Um, so that was another thing that I read basically was how a lot of these parents who are in the system as wanting to be adoptive parents want babies. But the problem is, is that the women who give up their children as babies are very few and far between. Mm -hmm. So now how, um, I don't know why this popped into my head, um, but how would, uh, cause it seems like there's not a whole lot of Japanese people that are trying to adopt. As you said, there's, oh, oh I just made the computer bug out, but you said it was about 7,000 couples in a four-year span in the right. entire country of Japan even applied to adopt. Um, and I know there's some cultural issues, but how, and I know in, in Japan, Japanese culture, like lineage is very important. Like, are there, or, or have you seen or heard of any issues with people not wanting to adopt because the child is not, you know, of their lineage or anything like that? I could see that being an issue. Yeah. I, I can't say for sure. Like I haven't had a direct experience with this, but but it wouldn't. If that was an issue, it wouldn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. And not even from from a lineage perspective, but just like that. You know, I want I want what's mine. I don't want somebody else's. And and it goes back to that. I think it goes back to that kind of pride aspect too right. of like this is my child and whatever their successes are come from me where maybe there could be that mentality of no matter how young you raise the child from it it isn't your child i don't i can't really say but but the, really this question could be another topic if people thought it was really interesting because i think i think that situation is another situation where the, the children who grow up in the system and whatnot have really tough lives in Japan. And I mean, yeah. not that well, it's any I mean, easier in the States. Yeah, I had a friend in high school who was, um, you know, a, a, an orphan. And uh, yeah, he was, it was, from his stories, it's incredibly difficult. But that's, that's unfortunate. So. Yeah. Okay, well, you okay. Want to move on to the next move question. Move on to the let's, next question. Let's get out of this depressing <laughs> rut that we found ourselves in. Fear Junkie says... Oh, again. Another Fear Junkie. Oh, I didn't even notice oh, that I gave yeah. two, two Fear Junkie two questions. Oh, well. The scenario is as follows. You are all involved in the Holy Grail War as depicted in Fate Stay Night and Fate Zero. What hero of history or legend would be your servant and what class <laughs> would they be? For those uninitiated to Fate Stay Night lore, the servant classes are Saber, Archer, Lancer, Rider, Caster, Berserker, and Assassin. 
Mine would be Miyamoto Musashi as a saber class oh, servant. That is an awesome choice. That is an awesome choice. Oh, I, I can't decide between, and maybe people in the chat can can help me out on which one they think works better for me. I can't decide between Morgan Le Fay mm. as a caster or Joan of Arc as a lancer. I can't decide which one of those I think sounds more badass. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. Joan of, Joan of Arc in another anime. Though. Well, you know, I'm not even mm. thinking from an anime. I'm just thinking from my... Because I... Little, little spoiler history for Chiaki here. I was raised Catholic. Okay. For those of you who don't know. Um, I was raised Roman Catholic. And I went through the whole shebang. I was an altar girl. Like, oh, I was wow. raised Catholic. <laughs> and um, That explains so much. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it explains why I'm not Catholic now. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Religion's one of those things that whatever, whatever makes you sleep at night and makes you a better person in the morning, that's all I care about. But, um. Joan of Arc was actually my patron saint when really? I did um, confirmation. So, so how, I have a little a little heart there with how, Joan of Arc. How do they how do they choose your patron saint? You pick. Oh, you can pick whoever you want. Yeah, you can pick whatever saint. But they you have want. to be a saint. Okay. They have to be a saint. But there are saints of everything. Like yeah. there's saints of like sheep herders. Who's like the okay? So who would be like the cool aside from Joan of Arc? Who would be like the coolest? Like who would be my saint? <sighs> who would I pick? <laughs> Isn't there? What? Hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna look it up. You answer this question, and I'm gonna just make sure I have the right saint when okay. I answer that question. So, okay, yeah, this is a great question, man. I'm trying to think of like who some of my favorite like warriors in time are. Definitely Miyamoto Musashi is probably would have been my choice, but obviously that was taken taken from me. <laughs> so you I'm, could always so go my, with Nobunaga. So, huh? You could always go with Nobunaga. That's true, but I don't. Yeah, see, I don't know all that much about Nobunaga. I know a lot about Miyamoto Musashi, um, but. So my question is, how far back do we need to go? Like, can it be, like, um, can I pick Bruce Lee is basically my question. I mean, I think so. Because <laughs> that would be Why awesome. Why not? <laughs> okay. So, because, I mean, he is, you know, past at this time. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go with Bruce Lee. <laughs> okay, to answer your question, I had to look up the name. Uh -huh. But St. George the Dragon Slayer. What about that? That's awesome. Right? All right, I'm going with St. George. <laughs> Sorry, wanted, Bruce Lee. I, I wanted to go I wanted to go with a a chick for for my saint when I was, yeah. you know. And that really narrowed it down because I was like I want a chick, but I want her to be badass. Yeah. I guess I have Joan of Arc to pick from. Oh, and and of course the class would be assassin. Yeah. 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 Come on now. What are, so. what are we even talking about? It's not even a question. <laughs> yeah, right. What's wrong with you people? All right. Last mailbag. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Go for it. Okay. Let me see if the computer will allow it. The computer allows it. <laughs> the last mailbag comes from Carl. Uh, and Carl writes, Hello, AAA podcast team. I was wondering if there is an anime that you know is bad, but for some reason you still love it. On the other note, is there an anime that you don't like, but is regarded by most to be a good anime? No anime movies, please. This is That is all. Keep up the great work. I know we've had this question a lot of times. I... You know, I'm going to try to give a different answer. For okay. the first part, um, that that is bad. Maybe Orphan. Orphan's one of those animes that I'm like, it's not really a good show. Not really, but I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I own all of the DVDs. I love it. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I can think of any anime that I like that is regarded as bad. I, yeah. I mean, I, I've, we've def I've definitely gotten questions about, like, what's the worst anime you've ever watched and stuff like that. But prior to doing the show, I haven't watched bad anime. Like I've just 
don't watch it. Like if it's you had the luxury of yeah, watching, I was able to choose what shows I wanted to watch. You know, I Orphan was one of those shows that I watched when I was a kid, and I think yeah. there's a nostalgia element to it. Didn't Plus, they make a video game out of that? Oh yeah, it was it was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, if the anime was mediocre, the game was shit, and I played all the way through it. That um, is awesome. But it, the, the reason why I like it is it's so hardcore traditional fantasy. It's like slay the dragon and find mystic runes and shit like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I it, it I like it. As far as shows, the reverse show, a show that's regarded as good that I don't like, hmm. Steinsgate. <laughs> Have you started watching it again? Not again, but considering the fact that I've watched the first uh, three to five episodes like right. six different times and went no. <laughs> so the other day I was listening to another podcast, um, another anime podcast, <gasps> and. Uh, it was the ANN cast. So, I mean, you guys all know about that one. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, but, yeah. and they were talking about Steins Gate and oh, how it's, you know, it's regarded as like one of the best anime ever. Like if you go to check any of the top yeah. whatever lists, it's always like number one or something like that. And yet, even as they were discussing it, they were saying that it's basically terrible for like <laughs> the first season. And I'm like, but then it gets good. And in, in my view, it's like, if a show is terrible for half of the show, yeah. that's not a good show. You know, Even if it completely turns it around, like you still have to go through a whole bunch of garbage. The only thing I can see is if it's that kind of terrible where it's terrible because you don't get it. And then there's a turning point where it's like, <gasps> and then the light bulb clicks on and you're like, oh, I get it now. There's this greater yeah, story to it. I don't want to wait. I mean, like, I, again, I, I'm reserving judgment because I haven't watched it yet. But if that is, in fact, true. I don't want to waste, you know, an entire season of anime watching uh, for, you know, for something that's not good. So, well, I don't you're know. you're gonna. Yeah, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, also, um, Scientific Psycho Gun in the chat says MD Geist. Yes. That is an awesome show. That is. <laughs> but no that one. That is one of those so rancid, it's amazing. That, yeah, but see, like, nobody thinks that's a bad show. Yeah, Everybody, no. Everyone universally agrees <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> like, like when he kicks the biatch out of his bed. <laughs> She's like, I love you guys. And he's like, get out. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I got to go kill something. Okay. This is the last week I'm going to mention it. We are going to be headed to the Florida Anime Experience. It's year five. The theme is Evangelion, as you know from most of the past shows. All of the big Ava voice actors are going to be there. We're really excited. We're going to try to get as many interviews as we can with them. So stay tuned for more AAA interviews in the future. And finally, as you know, there are two, we have two tickets to give away to the convention. And if you go to aaapodcast.com forward slash FAE, you can fill out a form, let us know why you want the tickets, and we will pick from those who answer by raffle, and or we'll just pick as far as why you think you deserve them, and pick the, our favorite reason right. of something like that. We're gonna we're gonna find a, a reason to decide, and we're gonna be doing. Are, are we gonna be doing some? Uh, we are, yeah. Things in the thing with the thing and the thing we can you know what i'm saying i do know what you're saying we were pleased to announce that we've decided on what panels we're going to be doing uh, <laughs> myself and mitsugi are going to be doing a series of three panels across friday saturday and sunday that are a complete japan series so friday is going to be traveling to japan and having a great trip to japan for 3500 or less including airfare wow. is our goal all right so we're going to have that on Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday. Does, does step one include bring Cosmo? 
Stefan always how, includes. That is how you have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> um, then Saturday, Sunday are going to be part one and two of moving to, living in, living in, and then moving back from Japan and kind of the stuff that people won't tell you. So we're excited to do those. Me, Tsugi, and I might join because I just might be like, I'm going to get up on stage with you. Um, <laughs> is doing a Naughty Japan. It's an 18-plus panel. Oh, boy. So <laughs> come for that and get ready to hear the F-bombs drops. You, well, I'll drag you up on the stage, okay. too. Okay, I will and be we'll there. Just, we'll just drop F-bombs and <laughs> That's vulgar. it. We just go on stage, <laughs> yeah. drop F-bombs, we just go on stage drop the mic and leave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like, we um, out. <laughs> we out. And you're going to help me out with another panel. Oh, yes. Um, it's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. We're bringing back the great cosplay dating game, and Cosmo is going to be my co-MC. Yes, I will, so, be, I will be your Vanna White. <laughs> yes. So that is very exciting. If you're headed to the con, please let us know somehow. Let us know on the forums. Let us send us an email. Send mm -hmm. us a mailbag. Well, probably don't send us a mailbag because we might not see it until yeah. two months after the con. But send us But a, you can email us. Yeah. Yeah. My email is aaachiaki at yeah. gmail.com. Aaakazuo at gmail.com. Yeah. There you go. And guess what Mitsugi's is? Uh, is it Mitsugi <laughs> loves moe at gmail.com? It is. How did you know? No, it's AAA Mitsugi oh, at gmail.com. Okay. Oh, I've been sending it to the wrong place. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, just let us know if you're coming because we're definitely going to be doing a, a dinner or something. Oh, and yeah. if you forget to let us know, find us in the hall. Find us at a panel mm -hmm. and be like, oh, my God, I listened to your show. Let me go out to dinner with you guys because – there's only one thing that pisses me off, and that's when we go to conventions. Oh, there's only one thing. <laughs> one thing. One thing in the whole, in the whole world. world. <laughs> and that's when we go to conventions, and people are like, oh, yeah, I was there. And I'm like, and, and not conventions like Otakon, where there are 30-something thousand people, but like right. smaller local conventions. And I'm just like, why didn't you say hi? Yeah. I'm so offended by that. Well, look, I, you know, you can come and say hi to me, but only, only... If you want to have fun, that's yeah. the uh, if if you don't want to have fun, don't say anything. If you're if you're not ready to have a <laughs> if good you're time, you're not ready to have a good time <laughs> <laughs> for a good time. Call Kazuo. Yeah. Okay. Next thing, do you want to give uh, the next announcement, and uh, then we got to wrap up the longest like clerical section ever. Oh, the next announcement. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the podcast awards, huh? Is that the one you're talking about? Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So, of course, as you may or may not know, we were nominated for a podcast award this year uh, under the cultural arts category. Mm -hmm. Because if if there's one thing I can say about our podcast is that we are full of culture. And very artistic. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, so you can go to podcastawards.com now and every day leading up to March 24th. Just scroll down to the cultural arts category, click on Animatics Anonymous Podcast, and then scroll down. You put in like your name and your email. Um, hit submit. They'll send you a quick email just to confirm that you are, in fact, a real human being. Yeah. You say, yes, I am a real human being, and then they count your vote. It's super easy. Unless you're not, but then just say you're a real human yes. being anyway. Yeah, I'm only somewhat of a human being. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they still let me vote. So you can do that every single day if you want, and... Uh, we pr we basically we have no chance. Yeah. Of, I mean, we we. Oh yeah. No. There's no chance we're gonna win. But what if we did? But what if we <laughs> what did? What if we did? If we beat <laughs> NPR, if we beat NPR, I would do something. I don't even know what I could oh, say that something is, but I would I would do something. Um, I may have already done something. 
Oh, snap. <laughs> one, one more thing to mention with convo- co- uh, conventions really quickly. We're also going to go to the Tampa Anime Day. That's coming up oh, here yeah. on the 27th of March, and we'll be out there. So for anyone who's going to hit that up for the day, let us know. And... Finally, our last bit of information is we have the listener's choice voting up. (laughs) So if you want to vote on what should be our next, our last and final anime to watch this season, go on the podcast website, aaapodcast.com, click on the banner and give us your votes and we'll see what ends up being chosen. All right. This was the longest intro ever, but hopefully it had some good information. Good information in there with the the Japan culture antidotes. We're going to take a short anime news break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about meeting people at anime cons, something that is sure to be amusing. And then we have a review on the last listener's choice anime, Amagi Brilliant Park. So don't go anywhere. you anime addicts, this is Chiaki, and this is your anime news break. First up, the Yomimuri Shinbun paper has recently published winners of the Sugoi Japan Awards. Now what this was, was genre experts nominated approximately 50 anime, manga, light novel, and entertainment novels from the past 10 years. Think of how much anime that covers and allowed visitors to vote for their favorite. So it's a cross between expert nomination and popularity contest. Hmm, sounds a lot like our anime Oscars, actually. Now, for those of you who are curious as to what is popular and revered in Japan, I'll go through the top three in order in each category. For anime series, the top three are Madoka Magica, Tiger and Bunny, and Code Geass, coming in at number three. For manga, number one was Attack on Titan, two, Silver Spoon, and three, Haikyuu. In the light novel category, coming in at number one was Yahari Ore no Seishun Love Kam Wa Michigateru. Unsurprisingly, number two was Sword Art Online, and number three, which I'm a little surprised but happy to see on there, was Sword Art Online. You can find the full list of the top ten in each category online. Now, for those of you who are fans of director Yona Bayashi, who was the director for The Secret World of Arietti and When Marnie Was There, there's been some interesting news crop up recently. He had a special When Marnie Was There talk event with Olympic medal-winning figure skater Daisuke Takahashi in Tokyo this past week, and he reported that he left Studio Ghibli at the end of last year. When the host asked Yona Bayashi about his enthusiasm for his next work, he replied, I'm no longer a Ghibli staffer. I left the company at the end of last year and I don't have an affiliation. He went on to say, I talked with the producer, Yoshiaki Nishimura, and I thought about what I should do. I don't know in what form it would be, but I would like to make works again. He reiterated previous comments that he would like to make a cheerful work that is the complete opposite of Marnie or possibly, and this excites me, a fantasy. In other news, an Evangelion crowdfunding campaign is quickly becoming the most funded campaign in all of Japan. It's the project to pierce the moon with the Spear of Longinus, and the goal of the project is to recreate, with real-world constraints, 
The scene in Evangelion where Unit 00 hurls the Spear of Longinus that eventually lands on the lunar surface. If the campaign meets its goal of 100 million yen, which is about 825,000 US dollars, a 240 millimeter or 9.4 inch spear will launch aboard a spacecraft from America between the end of 2015 and 2016. Supporters of the project are receiving limited edition illustrations, t-shirts, and replicas of the spears forged by swordsmiths, as well as other rewards in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the broadcasting of Neon Genesis Evangelion. As of this recording, the project has earned 35.38 million yen, which is just shy of 300,000 US dollars in the span of 38 days. The project will be accepting donations until April 5th at 11 p.m. Japanese Standard Time. This was Shiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon. You've probably heard us talking about JList.com by now. We've used the site for trivia prizes for years, and it's one of the leaders on the internet for all the best stuff from Japan. JList.com has everything from books to magazines to games to toys, snacks, and a bunch of other anime stuff. They're always changing their inventory depending on what's hot right now in the anime community. That means you don't want to miss out on what they have right now, and you'll want to know what's coming up next. If you like RSS feeds as much as we do, then you can make it really easy to keep up with JList.com. Use the feed www.JList.com forward slash RSS in your favorite feed tracker like Feedly to keep an eye on all their great products from Japan. If you're not of legal age in your home country, or if you're not interested in the more adult products JList has to offer, don't worry. Just change JList to JBox, their non-adult mirror site. JBox.com forward slash RSS has all the same great stuff as JList.com, minus the adults-only material. Support this podcast by supporting JList.com for all your anime good needs. We can guarantee you'll find something just for you on JList or JBox.com. Chiaki on Tokyo Nightclubs. So then I'm in this club and here's the way it works with like the foreign guys in the clubs. They're like, I'm just kind of moving my shoulders, walking over to you. There's my penis. Shh, <laughs> 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 shh, sh- it's okay. It's just my penis. Well, I decided I'm going to dance with a Japanese guy because I'm like, I'm in Japan. I'm in a club in Tokyo. I'm going to dance with a Japanese guy. And Japanese guys are the best people to dance with at clubs because they keep all the creepers away from you because you're dancing with someone. But like one of the big thresholds we got to when we were dancing together was he held my hand. Guys, when dancing with Chiaki, you might want to keep it in your pants. Back to the show. And we're back to the 268th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. 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 Cast. 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 That was the worst. If by worst you mean the best, then yes, it was. Yes. Yes. So, all right. Well, we have reached our main topic section after 40 minutes of intro, but that's okay because, you know, this main topic is kind of, it's going to be a little bit of a lighter one. It's a, it's a fluffy. It's, fluffy it's a little topic. fluffy, yeah. but, you know, it's just Kazuo and I. 
So right. there's no one here so to keep us grounded. So there are no adults <laughs> present. There, there was no point in trying to make this a serious episode because whatever we did. How hilarious would that be if this was like a, a, a an episode <laughs> on the economy of Japan or yeah. something like that? We're going to have an episode talking about the science of space elevators. I said that, it. That would be I said it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so anime cons. Do you uh, love them or do you hate them, Cosmo? I personally love them. I love them too. Um, let me ask you, what if you recall, what was your first anime convention? My first anime convention was at Megacon. Okay. And that was the first time. And this was this was a good couple years back. So this was when Megacon was big, but it wasn't. How old were you at the time, Yutsu? Uh, 17. Yes, 17. Um, so this this was back when Megacon was, oh my God, it's coming up on 10 years ago. Ah! Wow. Um, not quite yet. Not quite yet. It's, we're it's, so old. We are so old. We're so old and yet so immature. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I bet you we probably have some, some listeners who are like, oh my God, they're in their late 20s. They're ancient. Oh, um, Lord, when I remember when I was young. <laughs> when back when Megacon back, was back like, in, blah, 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 blah. Back in uh, my day when we couldn't stream anime because the, the upload speeds were too slow. Oh, man. Um... I, God, I remember when I first discovered fan art and fan fiction <laughs> back on AOL dial-up. And, and having I was it like, load on the screen like, come on. I want to see this One picture. line at a time. Um, but no, my first, my first anime convention was Megacon back when it was much smaller. And I really enjoyed it, except for the fact that I decided to cosplay, but I didn't want to be a character. And I was 17, so mm-hmm. I just did the only logical thing that a 17-year-old thinks of, and I dressed like a slut. Uh, right that's what i did when i was 17 i mean so i wore like a fur bikini and (laughs) put on cat ears and a tail and i was a cat girl and apparently i looked like um one of the characters from dark stalkers and so i just owned it i was like all right i guess i'm from dark i guess i'm from dark stalkers but um now did you go with friends or yeah yeah i went in a big group of friends um the anime club at my college who we mentioned often and meets you was in and whatnot um we all went together so it was it was a lot of fun what about you what was your first anime con my first anime con was MetroCon in tampa and okay. i was i think i was 16 at the time i basically as soon as i got a vehicle and was able to drive i was like i'm going to an anime convention <laughs> what else do you do and um i'm yeah, i think i went by myself actually because none of my friends at the time were into anime so you know how like most people will like um be into the same things as their friends yeah yeah no i i was into my things <laughs> i was the only one into my i didn't get that memo i didn't realize i was supposed to have shared interests i was like what What? yeah whatever man that's cool i'm gonna go watch anime now <laughs> but um so i went to MetroCon in tampa by myself and uh yeah it was a lot of fun i mean i just uh went around and saw all the crazy people in costume and wa- watched uh, some voice actor panels and yeah. But you know what's one of the great things about anime conventions? It's that you don't have to, if you go by yourself, you don't have to feel alone. Like no. you can go by yourself and meet people and make friends and have a great convention, even if you're there, quote unquote, alone or whatever, right. which is what this topic is about. This is about meeting people at anime conventions. Oh. Oh. So <laughs> if you want to play a numbers game, I found out. Partly because I was curious, mm-hmm. the largest anime cons of 2014, as uh, or 
by the numbers. So coming in at number one is Anime Expo, and they had 86,000 warm bodies. How is that even possible? I don't know. Like, that's crazy to me. 86,000? thousand people now they specifically said eighty six thousand warm bodies so that's not paid ticket holders necessarily okay so it could be people who went to the convention center walked around the convention center but weren't there as officially as part of the con because they didn't buy a ticket or right, whatnot right, right. um which i still kind of count it because if they're clogging the hallways they're at the anime con. oh btw uh when i was 16 and i went to metrocon i totally snuck in Oh, because well. <laughs> my, my friend's aunt like worked at the convention center and so she just let me in. I was like, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so next up is Otacon. And last year they had 34,000 attendees. And these are approximate numbers. They're, mm-hmm. Exactly, it was like 33,980, blah, 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 blah. But um, I, I rounded up or down or whatever to the closest was. Right. And that's ticket holders. Anime Central is the next one at 30,000. Then Anime North, 28,500. Acon, 26,500. The, the singer? <laughs> uh, anime Anime Boston at 25,000. SakuraCon at 22,000, which I'm actually surprised SakuraCon is so low on the list. I thought it was in like the top five. I didn't mm. realize that it was it was down there a bit. Um, anime Weekend Atlanta, uh, 20,500, which I'm also surprised that that one's so high. Yeah. Um, anime Matsuri, 19,500, and Otakuthon, Otaku-thon. which is 17,500, and I've never heard of this convention. Never heard of it. I've heard of every other convention on this list. I've never heard of t- Otakuthon. Has that anyone just, in the chat been there? Where is it? I have no idea. <laughs> um, that, it's, that's so many people, though. It's like... I don't. I don't know if I'd want to go to something that large because it's like. I mean, what do you, I mean, you've been to Otakon? Yes. Before I haven't. So I mean, the largest con I've been to is, is MegaCon probably. Well, MegaCon's giant now. It is. Mega, yeah. MegaCon's not on this list because it, I, all of these are anime exclusive conventions. Uh, yeah, that's true. They're not like general geekdom conventions, but. If you if you included MegaCon, I actually think it it's at the point where it would make this list. Mm. I think last I heard it was somewhere between ten and twenty thousand people. Yeah, which and is a big range. I mean, that that's giant. about as many people as I want to be around at any given time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, really, what it comes down to is it comes down to venue and management for sure. Because the larger anime conventions, I. I wholly recommend to everyone, unless you have some kind of like crowd disorder or anxiety or something like that, then don't, don't. But I wholly recommend to everyone at some point going to one of the giant anime conventions because they're a whole different breed of animal and they're a lot of fun. Just just the size and the scale and not to mention the people that they draw. Like it, the large anime conventions are going to get that's I, I met Makoto Shinkai and got his autograph at awesome. Otakon. And and small anime conventions just don't have the budget to pull those big names, period, nevertheless from Japan. So that's one thing that I think is awesome about larger anime cons. Yeah. Uh, we have someone in the chat asking if we're going to Otakon this year. Um, are we going to Otakon this year? We haven't really talked about it. Every time I feel like we ask, we're like, are we going to Otakon this year? And then we end up getting sidetracked on another what? conversation. We get sidetracked? What? No. <laughs> um, when is it? Uh, it's July oh, 24th. Okay. Through the 26th, I think. Hmm. But um, that would be that would be something that we'd have to plan for relatively for sure. soon. Because it involved plane flights and time off and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because it's way up in Baltimore, right? Yep. 
Mm. Otakon, Otakon's a well-managed convention. In the past years that I've been there, for the sheer number of people they have, they have their shit on lock. Like Word. <laughs> I mean, when the pre-order line wraps around the entire convention center, I'm talking like 20 square blocks or something ridiculous. Oh, my God. But it moves. Like, you can get through it in like 30 or 40 minutes, actually. So, I mean, they're, they are highly organized at Otakon. Mm. Um, the, the cons you got to look out for when it comes to, like, organization is that whole um, cons that are just getting big. Because then you have staff that aren't accustomed to the growth or right. whatnot. And, and it's not their fault. It's just... No, it's their fault. It, it's their fault. <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> um, so, e- let's see. Uh, a few things to think about for meeting people at conventions. I want to get this out of the way first. Okay. Because some of these were mistakes that I made. Hence the whole, oh I'm 17 God. and I'm going to dress like a slut. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have a talk today about... Kazuo and his inability to make friends growing up. Oh no! Right? But it's it's gonna have a good ending though. It's gonna okay. have a positive ending. So well, you met us. Right. So ultimately, we know that there's that I do have the ability to make friends now. <laughs> yes, that is true. So a few things that I want to get out there: if you are underage and going to an anime convention, and I mean underage as of the age of eighteen, which is legally an adult in the states. Right. I don't care how mature you are. First off, Mm -hmm. if you're under 18 and some 20-something or even later 20-something plus (laughs) wants your number for a date, they're creepy. Yeah, that's creepy for sure. They're creepy. I don't don't care how mature you think you are. It's creepy. Now, here's the thing is that (laughs) I I sound like I'm going to defend it. (laughs) No, 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 I'm not. But Mitsugi and I have often discussed at conventions how sometimes it's like, ooh, I don't know how old this person is. It's hard to tell at times. So that's kind of... Well, usually uh, if you can't tell, just don't. Well, that's, <laughs> just don't I mean, that's, be safe. It's, it's one thing, but I'm talking about the people who... Because I've... I've and, and this goes this goes with another point that I had here. Don't try to pass yourself off as older. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's hard to tell once you get in kind of that 16, 17 kind of range. Yeah. A lot of girls and guys are kind of on that, I think they're an adult. Um, and, and if you're not there yet, don't try to avoid being like, if you get the vibe that someone is hitting on you and you know they are over age and you are not over age, just tell them. Just Mm -hmm. trust me. It will be less awkward to be like, hey, by the way, I'm 17. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like be like, you know, we can still talk and hang out. But by the way, I'm 17. That will be much less awkward than by the time the person is like, hey. At that point in the conversation, I just throw down the smoke bomb and disappear. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I just ghost out of there. I'm like, shh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, if you're underage, I, I understand how that can be shitty sometimes i'm not even gonna be like enjoy your youth like i understand how it can be shitty sometimes to to be underage but for all parties involved it's much better if you just own up to the age you are Mm -hmm. and understand that if someone's trying to like date you who's like 30 don't take it as a compliment (laughs) it's not it's not a compliment to how mature you are or how adult you look it's creepy it's really creepy yeah wow that changes a lot of things from like when i was 16 17 there were definitely some older women (laughs) <laughs> interested in me and i never really thought about it but yeah that's really creepy now well that's the thing when 
think, I, I think we need to consult some kind of psychiatrist. Now. <laughs> when I was like 16, 17, like I went to college. I started college at 16. So I went to, to college when I was much younger than, than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like, I would end up hanging out with people who are much older than me. And and there's a range and 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 blah 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 that that it goes into. But like I definitely think that that I had moments where I was like this guy is, you know, he's like he's like mature and like almost 30 and he thinks oh I'm cool God. and that's awesome and I didn't do anything for the record. I didn't do anything. But there was definitely that in the back of my head and now that I'm older and I'm um, I'm I'm Oh, I did something. closer. <laughs> Cause was like I I went there. Um now that I'm older, that's really creepy. What? I was the young one, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In my defense. In your defense. <laughs> I, was, I was young and impressionable. I didn't know. Well, that's, and that's the thing. This is my PSA. Everyone everyone who's young, I think a lot of people go through it, and it's an acceptance thing, and just, just, just it's creepy. As someone who's now at that 25 going on, you know, 26 age, right. I, I think about hitting on, like, a 17-year-old, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, no. No. As a, I think about hitting on an 18-year-old, and I'm like, you're... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I know you're oh, legally no, I'll still an adult. Hit on him, but Kelsey's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Well, fuck that. Eighteen. Uh, that's good. <laughs> oh man. So another thing that I I want to encourage people who are underage get a convention email address and use it. And it, it you can sign up for a Gmail and make it anything you want. And you can pick a handle or you can just use your first name. Mitsugi loves Moe at Mitsugi gmail.com. At gmail.com. I'm going to try to send an email to that email address and be like, who has it? Yeah. Um, but it, it's just a smart idea. Avoid giving out your real name, especially if you're underage. It's just, I mean, any age it can be safer, but... Especially if you're underage, I think it's just a smart idea. And then get your parents' permission. It sounds lame, <laughs> but do it. I'm sorry. I'm just like, I did none of these <laughs> things. I was, why didn't you tell me this when I was young? You know, I made so many mistakes. <laughs> a lot of this comes from my mistakes yeah. also. So just, th- this is where this comes from. This is part PSA and part don't make the same mistakes. Well, look, it turned out okay for me in the end. Y- yeah, yeah, you <laughs> no, know. You know. Um, uh. But uh, so, yeah, so that that's my PSA of the day. If if you especially for for those of you who are under 18, I mean, I want everybody to stay safe Mm -hmm. from, you know, five years old to 500 years old, because the day that we can live to 500 is coming slowly. That's what I hear. (laughs) uh, What do they say? 2050? I don't know. Yeah, there's some study about immortality. Well, Google has that, what is it called, like Calico Company that's designed to like beat death based off of big data and I don't know, Mm. craziness. Craziness that probably astrophysics can explain. (laughs) Um, All right. So now that we've gotten the PSA out of the way, where have you met people at conventions? Where where has been like the place that you make new friends? Um, That's a good question. Um, Well, I met you guys at your booth. Yeah. I just, yeah. I mean, just straight up walked up to people. See, one of the one of the great things about meeting friends at or meeting new friends at a convention is that you're already halfway there because you already have a shared interest. Yeah. You know, um, you know, if you're like at the grocery store or something trying to make friends, it could be a little tricky because you have no idea what they're into. But if you're at an anime convention, then I mean, and say you see someone who's either working a booth or checking out some stuff at a booth, you can just 
walk up to them and be like, hey, what's this? Or, you know, or ask them a question or see if they are interested in something that you're interested or, you know, a, a different show or something like that. So, yeah, just walking up to people at booths. That's one way to do And not to mention, chances are, I feel like people people can be very shy in this community and, and we can have kind of these insecurities about, oh, I like anime and I don't know how people are going to feel by saying I like anime. But this is like... Conventions are like a beautiful neutral zone where you just everyone, as you're saying, everyone, you know, everybody likes it. Like, it's not like that thing where when you meet somebody where, you know, you find somebody on Tinder and you're going out on a first date with them and you're like, so I watched this thing. Oh, God. Um, You're talking about that cartoon porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at that point, you say, yes, yes I watch lots also- of porn. <laughs> 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 yes. You don't watch porn? What? Weirdo. Um, but uh, you're, already, you're already halfway there. I love... I think lines are the best place yeah. to meet people at anime cons. Like, when I'm waiting for a panel, and, and I'm fairly an extroverted person, shocker. Um, <laughs> but I love just being like, hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm going to join your conversation now. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy, too. At lines or, you know, just really anywhere when someone's, like, waiting for something and they have nowhere else to be. Like, if someone's trying to book it down a hallway, don't stop them and be yeah. like, hey, I like your outfit. You know, no, they're, they're going somewhere. But if someone's just hanging out, waiting in line or, you know, or, or, you know something like that, it's, it's so easy. Literally just, I mean, if they're in a costume or if they have a T-shirt on, like my awesome Star Wars T-shirt I'm wearing... You can be like, oh, that's such an awesome T-shirt. Yeah. You know, and then just start talking to them about Star Wars or whatever. You know, that goes to one of the things that I wanted to say. Meeting people in the hallway is not the appropriate place to meet them. Definitely not. Because if you hold up the line in a convention hall, or, or the flow of traffic, rather. If you hold up the no. flow of traffic in a convention hall for anything. I will suplex you. Oh, yeah. No, you're, <laughs> you have committed convention sin. and everyone wants to kill you in that moment, especially at the crowded conventions. you got to keep that hall moving. Yeah, you got to find a... If if you're trying to speak to someone, you definitely have to find a place where it's not a flow of traffic, where people are just hanging out, out, you know, away from... Uh, people trying to get places so yeah that's that's the move <laughs> that, that is that is what you need to do because there have been a number of times where i'm just like if you stop in a busy hallway and i walk into you i'm not i don't even want to say sorry no. i'm just like it's your fault you, oh, you, damn. See, you see everybody this is like one of my big things <laughs> with conventions. Like, Bitch, get out of my way like throwing bows. <laughs> i've been known i've been known to lay the smack down at anime conventions that would be amazing <laughs> would it would uh, it be amazing i would love to see that you know it's it's really it's really funny because at uh metrocon they normally have the fencing area set up oh yeah yeah and there are these there's this group of people who bring in like fencing sabers and masks and things like that right. and i was a competitive fencer in high school oh have you ever done it at the con well that's the problem is i did it like once and oh. i i was it it was it ended up being a weird thing with the person I was matched with, but it was just like one of those things where I'm like, you dominate them. You you want to you want to go into to the ring. <laughs> I I know how to use a saber. Um, but uh, so yeah, so ticket lines are a great place to meet people. Mm-hmm. Lines for panels, lines for autograph signings, things like that. Um, another great place to meet people is restaurants around the convention. I thought you were about to say restrooms. I'm like, whoa, no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is if on you're my in list. The stall, of <laughs> just slide your foot under. 
That is on my list of places not to meet people. Do not. Yeah, please don't. And I was I was trying to think what I was trying to think about the bathroom and I was trying to think like <laughs> is there ever a time because weird things happen in the bathroom No, at there's anime never conventions. a time. <laughs> well, okay, here's here's an example that I was thinking of. So I was thinking to myself, I've been in the bathroom before and I've what seen though? people. <laughs> what? I, I have. I have been in the bathroom before. <laughs> and there are girls who are touching up their cosplay or getting dressed in their cosplay or something like uh, that. And nothing. <laughs> are, are you are you going to be OK? There, there, are, there are parts in sentences where I just start or stop listening. Like, I hear things. <laughs> but um, about it. And and they'll be like, oh, hey, can you help me zip up or do you mind helping me or whatever? Right. And like, I don't know if it's the same in a guy's bathroom at anime convention. Oh, yeah. I have guys asking me to help them zip up all the time. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, but in the girls' bathroom, you'll see like girls will be walking around in their spanks and in like their, you know, underwear and bras and stuff trying to get into their costumes or. Wait, really? Yeah. Go oh, yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, you have that moment where you're, like, washing your hands or something, uh -huh. and you're like, oh, my God, your costume's cool. And and I've said that, and I've done that, but, like, I couldn't imagine striking up a conversation with a total stranger in a bathroom when they're half naked. Like, I just can't think of, like, a yeah, a time where I'm a... like, your costume's awesome. Hi, I'm Chiaki. <laughs> you gotta shake their hand. <laughs> Don't worry, I washed. You just saw oh, me do man. it. Um, yeah, that's a no zone. Yeah, definitely, definitely a, a do not. Um, but no, what I what I was gonna say was restaurants around right. the con because what I what ha ends up happening to me and and this ends up happening especially at really big cons like Otacon. So mm -hmm. at really big cons, whenever I've gone and I've gone with the podcast and friends and stuff like that, we what ends up happening is there's so much stuff going on that you can't do everything. Like smaller conventions, oftentimes you have panel room A or panel room B or the viewing room. Which one do you want to go into? And everyone can kind of agree or they're right next door to each other. At Otacon, it's so big. And there's so much content going on that for many hours of the day, I've been solo, even though I've been there with like three or four, whatever other people, I've just gone off by myself because I'm like, look, I really want to go see this panel. I'm going to have to get in line. You guys go ahead. We'll meet up later. And because of that, at some point, inevitably, I'm like, I'm starving and all of my friends are in panels. So I'm going to go get food. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people at anime conventions end up eating alone a lot. Like they go out to one of the nearby restaurants or like Jimmy John's or something right. and they grab something quick and then they're sitting by themselves. And because these restaurants are packed, I think that's a perfect place to make new friends. Be like, hey, mm -hmm. is this seat taken? Can I sit with you? There are no other seats. Or I, yeah. you know. That works perfectly. Yeah. I, yeah. Th there's a, a little side note on what you were just talking about, how there will be times at an anime convention, even if you go with friends, that you just kind of break off and do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, growing up, I did not like to be by myself. So, like, I would always be like, I'm just going to hang out with you guys all the time. But you really do have to learn yeah. to break away and do your own thing, you know. Because, I mean, because you can have a lot of fun, you know, doing your own thing and meeting new people and stuff like that. So, so I know um, for sure, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that have a hard time with, you know, going off on their own. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do so. You know, you got to break away a bit well not to mention i think too as far as meeting new people sometimes it's hard if there's a group to merge it with another group mm -hmm. but if you're a solo and even if you see people having a conversation it's 
it's more likely that you can meet them and join their conversation rather than being like, I know the four of you are having a conversation, but can the four of us join you guys? Whereas if it's just like, hey, you're sitting at a bar. Can I take this empty seat? And then you can kind of join in the conversation. So mm-hmm. so as far as meeting people, being on your own can actually be kind yeah. of better for that. Yeah, absolutely. So restaurants around the con are a place that I encourage. I also encourage the hotel bar if you are of age because there's been crazy shit that has gone down at hotel bars and i actually i heard a story once about god i forget which convention and who it was but i heard a story of one of the voice actors who just hung out at the hotel bar late one one convention night and like there was a bunch of people who were just up drinking with the voice actor just like was it um Scott McNeil? I think it was Scott yeah, McNeil. Was at he does Metro. it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so hotel bars. I mean, bars in general are obviously a traditional place to meet somebody. Yes, I frequent them. <laughs> do, do you? Uh, yeah, I was hence, just there at one last night. Hence the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you again, this goes back to if you are of legal drinking age, don't try to like game the system on this one. But uh, go and and have a. Young Kazuo definitely game the system. <laughs> <laughs> this Kazuo, this is a do as we yeah. say, not as <laughs> yeah, we do episode. Do not, basically, don't do anything I did growing up. <laughs> they were all bad things. <laughs> I got some skeletons in but my I had closet. A lot of fun. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe do what the, I don't know. <laughs> we can't tell you do what we did. I'm not going to tell you to do it, but I'm going to tell you to do it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> But I, I love I'm I'm hoping that we can we can get a few listeners at one of the conventions we go to this season and we can go late night, hit up a bar or something and yeah. hang out. I mean we'll we'll do a regular dinner, um, for if if there's anyone who's not twenty one that we're hanging out with, but yeah. I'd also love to do like a let's go yeah. get a drink. And you know, I I I don't want to dwell on alcohol for too long, but it is very much a social lubricant. It makes it yeah. it do, it can for adults, make it easier to, you know, kind of meet people and stuff like that. Uh, there is one story I have um, where I'll exclude names, <laughs> but myself and someone, one of the listeners, were at a convention. One of the listeners. And we may have been having a few drinks. <laughs> may have been. <laughs> we may have had a bottle of whiskey in our backpack, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> and we may have gone up to someone who was at the convention as a guest, a very well-known person, and uh, randomly had shots with them, and then later on went to their hotel suite, and they're having a big party, and they invited us there, and so it was a good time. Were there bitches? There were lovely ladies. (laughs) Yes, there were. Very good, very good. So I'm just saying, if you put yourself out there, you never know. You can have an amazing time. You know, the worst that happens, too, and this goes back to life in general, the worst that happens is someone says no. And then you're in the exact same position as what you were before you asked. Right. So, I yeah. mean, oh, it, it doesn't hurt to ask. Unless you're asking to do something illegal, then be careful. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking, speaking of alcoholic conventions, on the what not to do side of things. <laughs> um, Don't. Sneak alcohol into the convention. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I've if this story has officially been told on the podcast, and I'm not quite sure if Kimiko will kill me 
for telling it. But well, she will now that you mention her name. You could have just said someone, like I just did. Someone. I was like, someone. <laughs> you know, it's better though if I say the names. It was because Bearport. It's. It's, <laughs> 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 it's better if I say the names because it's a story about Kimiko and Roko. Okay, <laughs> this I want to hear. <laughs> exactly right. So. We're at Otakon one year, and Roko gets a bottle of Goldschlager awesome. <laughs> and brings it back to the hotel room. And this is also, this is the Goldschlager that when there was still a fourth left the next day, he made the hobo gift bag, where oh. he put it in the paper bag with some breakfast from the- uh, That's amazing. From the he's hotel. A, he's a good man. And gave it to a homeless <laughs> he's a, person. He's a good man. <laughs> um, but- uh, so he got a bottle of Goldschlager and there was drinking involved. And I think I had like a shot or half a shot because I can't do shots. Mm. I don't know if I don't know if you know this about me. I cannot do shots. Not with like, that attitude, you can't. I can I can get it down in like three gulps, but like the whole like open the throat and let it flow down, I just I can't <laughs> you, have, you okay? So anyway <laughs> I just suck at that. Right. So <laughs> So, I, I had some, but Kimiko and Roko start going back and forth with it, and neither of them are backing down, and I'm just sitting here, and it's like one of those things where I'm like, this is going to be a really bad thing, <laughs> and needless to say, Kimiko, for anyone who, who knows her or who has seen pictures of her, she's a tiny girl, like, she's built, don't get me wrong, but, but she's not a very large person, right. and so she gets pretty inebriated. Um, awesome. <laughs> off of this this back and forth with the Goldschlager, and so we're going we're going to uh, we're going to the next panel because we're the eighteen plus panels are starting up. Wait, so this is in the middle of the day? This this is <laughs> this is like around dinner time. Oh my god! So goodness. not the middle of the That's day, but awesome. <laughs> around dinner time. So we're starting to go to the eighteen plus panels, and by the way, the eighteen plus panel that we went to was awesome. And we're sitting in line or standing in line, and all of a sudden, Kimiko goes. I don't, I don't feel good. Oh no. And we're, and I look and I go, are you, and I can't even finish my no. sentence before bleh. Uh. And she pukes into some dude's shoe. No. no. <laughs> so that is not how to meet people. No, that's a bad way conventions. to do that. But little, little does, little does she know, or little does the guy know that Kimiko of the AAA podcast herself mm-hmm. puked into his shoe. I, yeah, that's <laughs> um, that's something. Yeah, that was, and then and then the the funnier part of the story, or or equally amusing, was later on at that eighteen plus panel, she got pulled up on stage and told to do a catwalk in the middle of this panel, and she does a catwalk for all of Otakon, still still inebriated, yeah, and <laughs> completely owns it, and I'm just like. That's amazing. What? Who is she? Um, so may she rest in peace. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> Kimiko, by the way, guys, I think Kimiko is going to come out to the Florida Anime Experience. So for anyone who's been listening for a while, um, let's and get her drunk and make okay. her do a catwalk. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Uh, let's just not repeat the shoe and and vomit thing. Right. So where did the shoe come from? The dude was wearing it. It oh, was it just it like puked on his. Like, it, it, okay. She puked on his like shoe ankle area. Like it wasn't like someone was holding a shoe. Right. And she puked into the shoe. It was just she puked on his ankle and stuff seeped uh, into the shoe. So <laughs> it it was almost impressive. Um, oh. the range she got on that. So 
now that we've kind of have stuff not to do to um to, how to, to not make how friends to, don't how to not on make them. friends um let's see another thing of how to not or how to not make a good impression mm. things that no one wants to hear you say to them if you want to um make a good impression comment anything about their body as like one of the first things out of your mouth yeah like, uh, it's one thing to be like, you're, you're very beautiful, your cosplay right. looks great, but to be like, your be like, boobs... like, damn, girl, what's up? <laughs> yeah, your boobs look your, great in your, that. Your, your calves is, is aight, that's what's <laughs> up. Holla. None of that. <laughs> no, don't comment on her calves. None of that right. ever. What if she has really nice calves? <laughs> you, you know, I I, know. You, you, can, you can find a way to get it in there. All right. Um, also, no, like... I bet you know how to use that Lance staff other oh my prop. God. No innuendos. No innuendos. Yeah. No like, hey baby, you can use that on me <laughs> or you know whatever the case uh. may be. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of of any awkwardness that people have asked me because there have been a couple times when we've been at the booth and I've had guys come up to me and they've said things and I've just been like, uh, no. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> I think I think one of them one of them was something like some guy was just like uh, I, I don't even think he listened to the show but he was like so you're pretty and then oh oh he was like hey baby give me that sweet <laughs> oh whoa okay well what? that was Mitsugi everybody <laughs> and Mitsugi makes a cameo <laughs> um, and uh, he was just like hey nice to meet you so you're pretty hot you want to come back to my hotel room. Well, and I'm just like, you know, nothing, no. nothing ventured, nothing gained. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I, 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 I don't. But thanks for asking. Right. Um, I don't know. What, what else do you think, Kazuo, that you shouldn't say to meet new people at anime conventions? Um, well, OK, so the, the, what we've just discussed those last couple have definitely been uh, when you're trying to meet people that you want to be romantically linked to. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's definitely those. Um, I would say just in general, when you're trying to make friends at a convention, uh, it's always good to ask questions and not constantly talk about yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're, if you're trying to meet someone and trying to get to know someone and trying to make friends, don't just go and talk their ear off. You know, let them talk. Try to encourage them to contribute to the conversation. And, you know, conversely with that, show that you're really listening to them right. when they're talking. Don't be show like me. <laughs> you're like, show that huh? show that you're not just waiting for them to waiting for your opportunity to talk but really listen and really engage them and that's again life in general good 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 conversation skills in general are a good idea um but uh when you when you meet new friends find out what other panels that they're going to be attending share your own schedule of what you're going to be at Make dinner and lunch plans. This doesn't have to be like a date thing, but just like a, hey, I'm, are you hungry? I was about to go grab food. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be like a, so I'll pick you up at your hotel room yeah. at blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, definitely set something up because a lot of times, um, you know, you'll, you'll, maybe you're talking, you meet somebody, um, you know, be it a friend or something more potentially, but you're, you, some, you meet someone, you talk to them, you're getting to know them, and then you're like, Okay, see you later. And you just leave and you never talk yeah. to them again. Definitely try to uh, plan for something ahead. You know, like um, say, hey, so uh, what are you, are you going to be going to this thing? Or, you know, as you said, hey, you want to get something to eat? Or whatever. Just try to plan something to have them come back and continue the conversation. Yeah. Um, 
Let's see. Do we have any crazy pickup lines that we could share that are pickup lines that are so crazy they just might work? I, I, you know, I was trying to find some online, and there's not, not a lot of good ones. <laughs> there, are oh. there some magically awful ones? Oh my god, I don't know. Um. <laughs> anything, anything. Okay, pickup lines to avoid. Anything involving Dragon Balls. Aw. Anything that. How says about Pokeballs? Anything involves say? Pokeballs. <laughs> All right. Um, Anything that involves um, <laughs> spinning around, close, flying off. Anything that involves sexy jutsu. A a anyone, anything that involves uh, showing someone your bankai. <laughs> showing someone your bankai. <laughs> um, avoid just anything that has to do with, um, let's see, what, do, what do else are... Do pickup lines ever work, though? I've, yes. Oh, I've yeah. I've never straight up tried a pickup line. See, pickup lines. Pickup lines work if you can make the girl laugh. Laugh, yeah, that's a from good one. from a from a speaking as a girl. The pickup lines that have that I've been charmed by are the lines where I'm like, "Oh my god, you just tried that!" All right, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear your spiel. What do you want from me? I'll I'll think about it. Like that kind of thing. I think I just was I was scrolling through the internet <laughs> just now and I found oh my, my favorite pickup we line. We found it. But our main only, topic. Our main only, topic is ending. It only works. This is it it right only here. works if you're cosplaying as Spike Spiegel. Yes. And you look at the girl and you say, "Let's bang." <laughs> there you go, guys. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. So have a great time at anime conventions this con season. Be safe. Be smart. If you go to a con and we're there, say hello. We're gonna take a short anime news break, and when we come back, we are going to be. Oh my God! Too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Mitsuki comes back and I'm just everything, falls, everything apart. falls apart okay when we come back we are going to be reviewing Amagi Brilliant Park so don't go anywhere stay tuned goodness coming This is Chiaki, and this is your anime news break. First up, for those of you who are fans of the Simpho Gear franchise, there's been a lot of news surrounding season three. The official website for the third season of Senki Zesho Simpho Gear has opened this past week and confirmed the season's title, premiere date, cast, staff, and a new key visual. If all of that wasn't enough for you. Zenki Zesho Symphogear GX will be premiering in July. They have a lot of returning cast and staff, so fans of the franchise should be pleased that the show won't take much of a departure from its previous seasons. In other news, speaking of announcements, Funimation Entertainment has recently announced the English dub cast for its broadcast dub of Yona of the Dawn or Akatsuki no Yona this past week. You can find the cast online, and if you're a fan of Yona like me, you might be curious. Some of the notable cast members are Monica Rial as Yona, Christopher R. Sabat as Hawk, Ian Sinclair as Gija, Clifford Chaplin as Yoon, Eric Vale as Sinha, and Micah Solsud as Suwong. The news gets even better. If you're listening to this pre-recorded, chances are the dub has been premiered as the premiere date is Tuesday, March 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In other news, if you are planning an anime pilgrimage, chances are the only country in your mind is Japan. 
But you might be surprised to learn that you can find anime in the most unlikely of places. If you're headed to Tasmania, you heard me right, Tasmania, you'll want to check out the Ross Village Bakery. It's a bakery that fans have noticed bears an uncanny resemblance to the bakery in Kiki's Delivery Service. Now the owners have embraced it, making a loft set up exactly like Kiki's room from the movie. The business is welcome, but oftentimes the owners say they're so busy that they can't show people the room. But if you happen to be in the area of Tasmania, check out the Ross Village Bakery or at least look up photos online and see what you think. Is it Kiki's delivery service brought to life? Or is it fans stretching for something that, well, may not be there? Finally, for those of you in Japan or who love limited character goods and artwork, the boys of Cute High Defense Club Love are following in the footsteps of Kuroko no Basuke and Naruto headed for the hot springs. It's a collaboration with Oedo Onsen and so far some limited character art has been released of the boys in Yukata getting ready to hit the baths. For now, that's all there is, but if history has taught us anything, there's a good chance that other limited edition goods and announcements will be made once the campaign starts or has started on March 18th. This was Chiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back to the show soon. Hey there, listeners. My name is Ray. And I'm Luke. Together we are the, the Super, Super Hammered Brothers. Brothers. On our podcast, we talk about video games, anime, comics, and so much more. Hit a clip from one of our episodes. Okay, think about it. When you see the old Batman movies, and they're like, Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne. Ten seconds later, I get into a custom, Hey, I'm Batman. Same voice, same guy, and no one can put the two or two together. It drives me insane. For Christopher Nolan, he's like, Hey, change the voice, because you got to be different. So, Hey, I'm Bruce Wayne, to Hey, I'm Batman. You gotta, you gotta do something. It's stupid, but oh, yeah. if you want to oh, yeah. stay hidden and you're, you're I did not know. Superman doesn't do that. All Superman does put glasses on. Yeah. Hi, Clark. Yeah. Hi, Superman. Where, where did, where did Clark go? Have you seen him, Superman? What you? Hey, Clark, when did you get here? Did, did you see Superman? He was just here. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> funny, though, right? What the funny one time he forgets, puts glasses on. <laughs> Super Clark. If you're interested in hearing more from us, go to our website, superhammeredbros.com. You can also listen to us on iTunes, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. Once again, we are the Super Hammered Bros, and we hope you will geek out with us. Hey, Steve Bloom here, voice of Spike Spiegel, Vincent Valentine, Leron from Gurren Lagann, Gyoman from Digimon, and a bunch of other crap. And I am a total anime addict, dude. <laughs> Tune in. Or else. And we're back to the 268th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast, where Mitsuki is already talking with his mic on and the music's playing. What's up? He showed up. Like magic. Oh please! As if it's as he, if I'm normally not here. He teleported. Where were you, Mitsuki? Where, where have you been? You? We have needed you <laughs> we, for the past episode and a half. We can't. We don't claim any responsibility for your editing. I'm just nervously watching the the, the sound levels on Adobe Audition. Oh god! Making sure that Chiaki isn't totally destroying the podcast as she manages all the technology. <laughs> I am doing my best. I will say I have noticed that the camera is way off. I, I, <laughs> is it? I, is it really? I mean, it's yeah. What, what's wrong with it? It's, We're it's like at an angle. It's too high. That's okay. No, I, I thought this was 
good. You can't I see all the crap we have on our table. I just adjusted your mic for you. Is that better? I. Uh, <laughs> do, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to sit here? I was getting scuba certified, mm-hmm. so I am now certified to scuba dive. And uh, many moments of this weekend where I thought, this this is where I'm gonna die. This is, this it. is it. Yep. Like uh, when I was. Did you die? I didn't. But did you yeah. die? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. That's um, mean. So. Oh, that this is a good question from the chat. I I know. Let's see if you know. Trillanus from the chat asked, "What does scuba stand for?" Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. I knew Yay! that one. Well, that was an easy question. No, like for example. When you're 60 feet down in a cavern that's like sloped at, you know, not not straight down, but you know, almost, and you're like you're like way under all these rock ledges, and your instructor's like, okay, now it's time to take off your scuba gear, underwater, 60 feet under or whatever, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> great, so um, this is where I'm gonna die, right? This is it. This is it. <laughs> now uh, I will say that Rainbow Warrior in the chat says, now the laughter will go away and the anger will rise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All it's, the fun's gone. It's a, it's a delicate balance. You you know, if, if you're not here, we just go off the rails. It gets right. crazy. Yeah. You're yeah. here to like yeah. keep it on track. <laughs> so I imagine the fun level will drop and the organization and uh, seriousness level would will rise. Probably. We we had about t- 15 20 minutes of seriousness during the uh, mailbag portion of this episode and then um two straight episodes of random like <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Man. We need you. We need you. I see that. <laughs> well, I'm back. <laughs> and speaking of random and crazy and awful and terrible. Terrible, <laughs> even. We're going to be reviewing a Logging <laughs> Brilliant Park. So we had, this was one of the uh, listener choice anime, I believe, from the last Yo, Oh, it definitely was. Can I just say it's really weird to look left at you guys? I'm normally looking right. Well, that is weird. Is it, <laughs> right? I had to say it's kind of weird to see Chiaki operating all of the equipment because she's blonde. <laughs> I am blonde, actually. Very blonde. Natural and, hair color. And uh, that's kind of scary. You're yeah. as blonde as Goku. I, I might am. as well be Goku sitting here. No, I'm a legit blonde. I'm not like a dirty blonde or something. I'm, well. No, no, yeah. no laughter? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. What? Someone is in it, the chat might have gotten it. Is it blonde? Do the. Never mind. <laughs> nope, don't. Okay. <laughs> nope. All right, so, so this is where you say, this is where okay. you get us on track. All right, so we are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's like backseat driver meets the over here. <laughs> so oh, we're you want to push that button now. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be reviewing Amagi Brilliant Park. And this was one of the anime that you guys picked for us to watch. So Not surprising. Thanks for that. Thanks, guys. I think the listener choice poll is now like. One out of five on picking things that don't suck. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Well, the only one that we had that wasn't total, totally awful was Golden Time. Yeah. Well, well I don't watch that, so it, I can't. That was before my time. Well, wasn't. Uh, I've, well, I've only had crappy shows. Black Bullet was was uh, listener choice, right? Oh, Jesus. Um, no, didn't I pick that one? I can't imagine. Maybe you did. I don't remember. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sure we have a record of all of these on the on the website, but you know who kn- probably knows astrophysics. Astrophysics. All right, Amagi Brilliant Park was produced by Kyoto Animation, so it looks pretty. Oh, Kyoto Animation. And uh, there are 13 episodes in this. It started airing on October 7th and aired until December 26th of 2014. And it is about how how are we gonna how are we gonna describe the plot of this show? Okay. Um, okay. Well, I don't really know. I only saw half of this, so oh. 
I'll have to, I'm going to let Cosmo do it. Sure. Um, well, you know, I could just read the synopsis here off of, uh, where am I? Where, well, where and, am and, I? And I will interject smart-ass remarks. Okay, I'm on my anime list. Um, okay. And their synopsis says, Seiya was forced to accept an invitation to an amusement park by... one. A shitty one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, by the mysterious and beautiful girl Isuzu. Uh, what he didn't know is that she would bring him to the decrepit Amagi Brilliant Park, Japan's most disappointing amusement park. Like most of the amusement parks in Japan. Except for Fuji Except for Fuji Q Highland. It was good. That, but, what well, what except other it, amusement parks did you go to? Well, except the Fuji Q Highland, everything had like a seven hour wait. Don't you remember that? Um, welcome to any amusement park anywhere. Let's see, Tokyo Sea was like So Seiya is introduced to the leader of the <laughs> park, the real princess Latifa, who suddenly entrusts him with saving the park. In other words, a girl who, <laughs> who, who whose moe trope perfectly fits into the archetype of most anime characters. Yes, which is in danger of shutting down. Amagi Brilliant Park, it turns out, is not just any amusement park, but rather one populated by fairies. So basically, here's the plot. Uh, dude is and an, mascots. Dude yes. is an old child star. Right, he's and a they, child actor. They he's never, in high school now. they never he's really a... address that fact Wait, adequately. So can, and can, can we just call him Macaulay Culkin? They um, <laughs> they decide that he's going to be the manager because the park has like 30 days to get 50,000 visitors right. in the park. So and or else it, it gets two, shut down. I thought it was 250,000. Actually, no, it was. No, no, they had more than, way more than 30 days. Did they have more than 30 yeah, days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they had to get a total of 500,000 500, uh, visitors. And, uh, okay, so the reason why they needed to get that many visitors was because, okay, all, all of the characters in this park are like magical beings from an alternate dimension. And they, they survive off of basically positive energy. So they need the happiness of well, visitors sake. to survive. And... The thing is that the park has been so unsuccessful that th it's it's going to be shut down. And, and if, if the park is shut down, they're all screwed because right. they have no more happiness to feed them. So this anime is basically four episodes of plot and nine episodes of pointless shit. Um, Wasn't that like, so I'm guessing like the, so there was one episode, so I'm guessing this is how it went, ready? Mm -hmm. So the, the, the episodes that were that were not, that were plot were episode one. Yes. Mm -hmm. 10, oh no, 11, 12, and 13. 1, Basic. 2, 12, or 11, and 12. Yeah, 13 was random. 13 it had nothing 13 to do with went anything. back to the randomness of everything. I don't everything. know what happened there. If they just grabbed an episode from the middle and you threw know, it on the blog. end. Can I, can I just say that I would have loved this anime, actually, as an OAV. If this was an, o, if this was an OVA, and it just had, like, episode 1 as story, episode 2 as story, 3 and 4... That would have been perfect. It would probably get a much higher score. But the problem is, is that, like, they had these episodes where they were literally doing random things. Like, yes. the whole point of the episode was to be random. Yes. They, um, like, the pirate episode. Yeah. but So, here's the thing, is that the show is well animated. Like, very well animated. I thought it looked very nice. What is Kyo Annie? And there are moments that were funny and fun. At times, like there was parts. Part, I remember the, the the pirate episode specifically. There were parts in that episode that I was like, "Oh, that's pretty funny." Okay, but I, it was completely pointless. Actually, Kazuo, I think I'd have more fun repairing your laptop <laughs> sitting right over yonder. I can see it from here. Yeah. Then I would. Then I think I would watching this 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 anime. 
See, here's here's the problem that right. I had <laughs> that I had with this anime was the jokes and the amusement wore off. Like episode one and two, I was like, okay, this is pointless, but there's a couple gags. Mm-hmm. Episode three, I was like, eh. And by episode four, like I was just starting to get angry that I had to watch it and just completely annoyed by the fact that it even existed. And so, like, the episode where the fairy girls press the button and they have to sing, oh, like, karaoke oh and do DDR, oh. that was so, like, I, I was DDR. angry. I was angry that episode existed. That like, was an entire episode. That was an entire episode, yeah. Uh, that, how, that, what? <laughs> that whole episode was like, this could have been, first, this shouldn't exist. Second, yeah. this could have been completely resolved in, like, in just a couple minutes of the show. You don't have to make an entire episode about this pointless thing. Do I, do I ever call an episode where the boy, I'm just going to call him Macaulay Culkin because he's a failing <laughs> child star, uh, where, where Macaulay Culkin and, and random hot girl A were like riding together on amusement park rides. Didn't that happen? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so do they ever have sex? Come on. Mm, it's anime. Of course yeah. not. Okay. All right. Well, I, I've heard all I need to hear. There's another thing I'm tired of in anime. is when like dude has... Smoking hot babes throwing themselves at him, and he's like, "Oh no, do not want what?" And he's, <laughs> and he's in high school. What? What human well, male? You know what? You know what anime doesn't do that? Parasite. Parasite. You know what anime though was awesome and then went 180 yeah. degrees wow. to shit in episode the span of two episodes. Parasite was just yeah, unbelievable. It was Terror. worse than a Moggy Brilliant. Park. It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> um. Anyways, but see, that's that's the thing with the show is that the show is literally like every episode is like an antidote about things that they're trying to do to make the park successful. So right. it's almost like every episode is its own mini story, and every episode could be completely removed, and the show would basically be the exact same because various things they do are met with success compared to not. We had the episodes where it was like, oh, we're going to be viral on YouTube, and oh, the pirates come from this other world, from yeah. Maple Town, which is where the, all the fairies are from. Oh, and, we found a dragon. Oh, we found <laughs> a dragon. And like any one of those episodes could be removed, oh, and the show would be the exact same. and can't go to school. So we're all going to pretend to be him at school. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Why is that in there? I th- yeah. it's, it seems like there's a lot of random shit that I miss, considering I've watched almost half of this. I, I don't remember a pirate ship episode or an episode Did you watch, with uh, the last. The last that we got up to when all three of us were watching it together was like four. Did you I, watch I think after I watched that episode up to episode six? I think. Oh. Mm. I don't remember an episode where they went to his school. They that was like yeah, ten. That was near the end. Yeah, he yeah. was sick, and so he couldn't go to school, and so they went to school in costumes that looked like him. Why does that matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. He gives a shit at if all. He's, if he's in, if he if he misses school. Like like I said, it's it's this weird, and and you know what the thing that frustrated me too is if you want to have this show that's loosely strung together with mm-hmm. a with a very simple plot to have just you know these antics. random antics. Fine. But they had these weird things that were like hints of a greater plot that were just in there and they did nothing with. Like the fact that he's a child actor. Didn't really do anything with Literally that nothing. ever. Literally nothing. The whole like curse that the princess is under with the wizard and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I guess the last or episode 12, they kind of did something with that where but they like, find the bad guy. But the bad guy shows up and then, then he disappears. Just and then he just leaves. And, and then she's fine. And then she's fine. So like, What? Okay. And then there's stuff like like kind of okay, well we're just gonna do this now, and and 
that's the problem is there there was no consequence and and that's fine I get it the show wasn't a show that was gonna have consequence but I'm like if he wasn't a child star if he was just random high school boy a it would have been exactly yeah. the same so why have those elements in there I don't know I it's I think in some weird logic that they were using because he was a child star he would know how to manage an amusement park. Yeah, exactly. She, that was how was, she knew that. That was how uh, she knew who he was, and I guess how she, why they thought he would be able to run a business like that. Yeah, but but my Which whole makes no sense at all. It, did, yeah. it really doesn't. <laughs> it, it makes zero sense, and it could have just been, oh, you got a really high score on our math test in class. We think you can run an amusement park, and just made some other arbitrary reason. It it felt to me like some. I don't like some some like male fantasy like some teenage boy fantasy yeah type thing where it was like what if you know all these girls really needed you and you were the only one who can do, who can save the day and it's like uh, that's what it felt like to me it, it's like they were really trying to pander towards that young male audience for the show yeah and and I agree there were these moments here and there that were funny like honestly. <laughs> Episode 13, when they're making that random PV at the end of everything. Yeah, that's pretty funny. The the, the scenes where they put together where... <laughs> like the, POV? No, no uh, PV. Promotional video. Promotional oh, video. They were trying to make a commercial for the park. POV would have been would have been more interesting. Yeah. But um and then there's that one there's that one cut in there where it's like that one like weird icon thing that doesn't talk floating through yeah, space. Floating through space. <laughs> like, and then a horse giving birth. And yeah. You're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, you know that that made me laugh. So there yeah. were there were parts of this where I laughed, but it just it wasn't I get it. It was trying to be just a random antic humor, but mm -hmm. some of the comedy was just so dumb. It was so dumb. And then they would have those things thrown in of like, we're going to be really touching where like, again, the episode with the karaoke and the, the fairy girls yeah. were at the end. They all pick themselves to die. It was so, like, like we all knew what was, where it was going from the very beginning of that episode and of many other episodes. It's like, you know, what's going to happen. This is why are we even, why are they even yeah. doing this? So, but yeah, there were some. I, I remember one of the episodes that I, or one of the things that I found that was pretty funny was um, when they were interviewing um, girls to work at the place, and one of them was a, an AV star, and so they were all like, thought she was into adult videos. Oh yeah, and it turns out it was like animal videos or something. <laughs> so it's like all about her helping baby pigs like feed and stuff like that. That was pretty funny. So I know that. We probably shouldn't spoil the whole anime, but I don't really know why anybody really cares there to watch this. There's nothing there's to spoil. There's, there's nothing to spoil. It's like, like, you know from episode one, this okay, well, is what's going to happen. Well, well, well I did have a question. So uh -huh. I didn't finish the show, but I want to know if he saved the park. Of course. And, and my prediction is that he did save the park, but not by meeting the 500,000 visitor quota, but by some other random bullshit anime means that would allow him to basically cop out on that. Okay, here's but, what I'll say that isn't super spoiler-y mm. to that. He does save the park, which which is a little bit of a spoiler, but with an anime like this, you kind of figure oh, that like he's going to. Le like they were um, going to let all the cute moe girls in their thigh-high Zetairioiki stocks. How amazing How amazing die. would the show have been if like he didn't save the park and everyone dies? <laughs> that would have been, <laughs> that been awesome. I would have been like, holy um, crap. Yeah. <laughs> this got dark. That came out of nowhere. Um... No, he, he saves the park, and I actually thought the way he saved the park, like, I was expecting it to be some kind of, like, out of left field, here's how they, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I was actually impressed at, at the way that they ended up saving the park. Like, I was, 
I was pleased that it didn't feel any stupider than anything else. Like, there was a bit of plausibility to it. Can you give me a little more? I, I just don't Is understand. Is it some amazing marketing campaign? No, they, um, they just utilize what they have at the park to bring in so, people. So here's here's the spoiler. Okay, here's here's how he saves the park at the end. Spoiler alert if you care. Um, but really, again, the, this show is comedy, so there's not much to spoil. He ends up, there's a stadium in the park, and they end up deciding to host a soccer game in the stadium. And the way that they do it is with a loophole where they say everyone who's attending the soccer game has to go through the front gates because the visitor count is just ticking the number of people who are walking through the front gates. So everyone who goes to the soccer game, walks through the front gates, gets counted as a visitor, and then they get a huge boost from so that. So here's my thing. Okay, so that's like 80,000. Here's my thing. When I was, um, I guess, 15 or 16, I worked at a fast food restaurant. And um, we would have counters in our drive-thru that would count how long it took for the person to place their order, how long it took for them to pick it up. And at the end of the night, we would just drive through it a couple of times to bring our times down. So why didn't they <laughs> just do that here and be like, yeah, I know, just right? like count a couple extra times well, and we're good. Well, first of all, how big could a stadium and a, and a crappy amusement park really be? 10,000 seats? It's made by fans. No, it was like 50,000. Okay, yeah. so, all, right, all right, so that's 10%. But then... What happens? Like you can't just host a soccer game every day. Oh, so basically they they made it almost free to attend the park. Yeah, which is something that I had problems with because they went months without charging a dime. How yeah. in the world were they able to well, support themselves? Saying. Well, they they loosely explained it at the end by saying like they had this huge tract of land that they were eventually planning on developing on once the park was in the black, but then they just decided to sell it and pay yeah. off their debts or whatever, which. Uh, it's it's but again that's it's not why people are watching the show like if you're watching the show for plot you're going to be even more pissed off than i right. was watching it like it's a show that you watch and you get some kind of like loose story of why the characters are getting into these antics and then you watch it for the antics they get uh, into as an mba chiaki does it just drive you crazy because <laughs> drives me crazy like, i'm thinking that like, is fiscally irresponsible it's like okay <laughs> you had a soccer game so you had good attendance for one day but how does that fix next month or if you're not making any money, great. Your park, no, not everybody dies, and the park doesn't get shut down. But it makes no money, so what's the point of having you it? You know, I was so offended by how stupid this show was overall that it just it it couldn't make me any angrier from any other perspective than just knowing that I had around episode nine. I was like, if I have to watch five more episodes of, or four more episodes of this, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna do something horrible. I'm surprised that the chat doesn't know what POV is. <laughs> yes, it does stand for point of view. But they don't seem to get it. Oh. All right, we'll just keep going. We'll just keep going. <laughs> I see what you did there. Gets it. Yeah. This guy. What? This guy. Yep. Nothing. So <laughs> what else is there to say about... There's not, and I think we should wrap it up. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I didn't really like the show from what I saw of it. I'm not going to score it because I don't think I should. Why don't you give but... a show ba a score based off of just the first six episodes, but we won't aggregate it into our um, our overall... I think that if I was going to give it a score, just based off of the six episodes I saw, which is, of course, almost half, I don't really think I could give it more than, like, a one and a half out of five. I mean, it was pretty it was pretty bad. I mean, I, th I think the only reason why we were able to watch four or five episodes in one sitting was because all three of us were together, and we were having fun making fun of it because mm -hmm. of how bad it is. But really, the only thing I really got out of the show was how attractive the girls were in it 
because and, and we didn't even talk about the mascots. Like, why is everybody in this show a friggin' mascot? It's well, so it's, obnoxious. It's an amusement park and it's run by fairies. They're magical that creatures. They can be magical creatures. Great, so get out of your mascot costumes no. that you shouldn't be wearing in the rain, no, by no, the no, way. They are mascots. They are mascots. That's stupid. It's not a costume. That's no. dumb, though. But they're magical creatures. Oh, and we never and we never mentioned that the main like mascot character from Full Metal Panic, Fumafu, is literally the exact same as that one well, mascot it was character from the show. The writer, who the person who wrote the show also wrote Full Metal Panic. I well, think. that makes sense. Fumofu or both? I don't well, that's know. So, that's so random. I don't know. Can you... Can you check that? I can't believe that the writer of Full Metal Panic yeah. made this anime. Uh, Full Metal Panic Panic Fumafu is a dumb comedy, but Full Metal Panic is like m- a mech anime with military, like huge military tones. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious about that. I'm looking it up right now. But, I mean, first oh, of all... Well, the director as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the director was involved on Full Metal Panic. Quite That's a bit. so weird. And the... And Fumofu. And the creator was also involved, was the original creator of Full Metal I, Panic. I just don't know how you go from, from making a an actually quite high-quality mech anime to making a random piece of shit about mascots that shouldn't be wearing their, their mascot costumes in the rain they, running a party they, they are cater- They are catering to today, and this show will tell a ton of figures because it has a bunch of scantily clad hot girls. It has the tsundere. It has the mascots for little chibi figures. Mm. They're catering to the market. Well, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of shows that are more... If what you want out of your anime is to watch a dumb show that doesn't have much in the way of a brain and is mostly just about goofy shit happening, there's probably at least 100 shows like that we could easily think of that are better than this one. Do we both, do we all agree on that? Yeah, which yeah, is why I'm going to give this show four, or four, Whoa, one. four. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. One and a half full trees in bloom out of, or trees in full bloom out of five. What the hell does that mean? It's... How about, one, how about one and a half molding mascot costumes out of five? <laughs> they're they not shouldn't... costumes. Whatever, they wear them in the rain. But they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they like, are the mascot. They are the mascot. They're still going to mold. No. no does, does, does God Neil, damn it. Does Neil the AAA cat mascot mold when he gets wet? He doesn't get wet, first Wait, of all. Wait, that's not a costume? <laughs> well, you know. He's lying right down here in front of us. Okay, Cosmo. Please put uh, us out of our misery. I am, I'm. See, I'm torn because I want to go back to scuba diving. As much as I disliked the show, as I said before, it was well animated. It was funny at times. I am going to give this show. Uh, Here he goes, being the contrarian. I've I've got to give it two and a half. Little. Magical girls that I wish would have died at the end out of five. Have you lost your that mind? That is very generous, Cosmo. I did enjoy some of it. Are you seriously sure. going to cause us to round this, this thing up to a two? Well, I guess well actually, so. yeah, one and a half and a two and a half is a two, so yep. I get, my vote doesn't count. So, All right. But if it did, I would give it a one just to drag it down with your scuba outfit on and then drown it. All right, so... Amagi Brilliant Park gets a two out of five. I, I just can't believe that the director of Full Metal Panic would... I mean, I know it's been a while, but... As I said before, you can go to our main page, <laughs> aaapodcast.com, and, <laughs> and click on the Listener's Choice banner to vote for our next anime. Please give us something better than this. 
That's right. I know what anime is currently winning the poll, but you won't find out until next episode. Woo! So, I'm, I, I'm, I think we have a, a, a quite a gem of a show. Well, basically, there's almost nothing from the winter season that you could vote for that, that is getting good. I just want I just want to I just want to watch a good show. Well, you have can't death. We, can we just watch a good show? You have Death Parade, and you have lots of sequels running right now that are all good. Um, Your Lion April. Your Lion April's good. JoJo's good. Yo Mushi Petal's good. Kuroko no Basuke is good. Tokyo Ghoul presumably good. I'll know Zero presumably good. Apparently, mm-hmm. apparently, my integrity is in question. According <laughs> to the creature in the chat. You know what happens? It happens. Stick, stick by I your, to, stick to follow by your, your number. Because I, I've always regret it when I've, when I've been swayed by others. So this was the 168th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Once more, you can find us at aaapodcast.com iTunes. Don't forget to drop us a rating on iTunes, especially if you like us. Facebook.com forward slash Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast and Twitter.com forward slash AAA podcast and YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash AAA podcast where we broadcast live at 4 p.m. EST and 9 p.m. GMT. Thank you, everybody who joined us on YouTube. It was a pleasure. Oh, it's so good to be back. It's so good to have you back. It's very nice to oh, have you back. God. We can't we can't go three weeks in a row. We can't function. <laughs> Mitsugi will be back in full next week and we will see you then. Bye. Bye guys.